podcast to Live, a show by kids and for kids, where we talk about Harry Potter. This is my dad. Hi, I'm Melody's dad, and this is the podcast we live. And today we're going to be talking about book three, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. I'm really excited because I really like this book. It's very good. Um, so um, you want to tell them about our guest? Uh, yeah, our guest is Cecilia Walters. Hi, Hi, Cecilia. Hi, Melody. Hi. Cecilia, tell us about yourself. Uh, How old are you? Well, I'm 10, and I really like to swim. You really like to swim. All right. That's awesome. Swimming is fun. Do you prefer to swim outdoors or indoors? Uh, well, I don't really know. I like both. Okay. Okay. And what is your connection to Harry Potter? Have you read all the books or some of the books? I've read um, one, two, three, and four. One, two, three, and four. Do you know what happens in the other books? Have they been spoiled for you? Oh, or well. You can't say that. Okay, now we have to cut that part out. We can't okay. say that. Oh, no. Okay, let's try asking again. Okay. Have you? Do you know anything about the other books? Have they been spoiled for you? Uh, only one part. Only one part. Okay. It, it's probably a pretty big part. Yeah. I That part had been spoiled for me, too. I know yeah, which part you're thinking of. Like, there were parts. My friend Rose, she was in the second book. She, like, she was the first book. No, oh, no, yeah, oh. first book. First book. She spoiled, like, a big thing in the ending to me. I didn't know I that. mean, maybe she did. Did didn't. you just? No, I don't know. you didn't know. You did. Anyway. What big? Wait, wait. We're I don't even know what, what you're thing. talking we about. We don't want to spoil. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. Okay. So, um, we're going to talk about book three, Harry Potter, Prisoner of Azkaban. And I think we're going to start with a one-minute a one minute plot summary, right? Yeah. By and Melody? Yeah, Dad's going to time me, and okay. I am going to try to summarize the whole entire book in uh, one minute. These are going to start to get really hard as the books get really long. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you set? Yeah. Go. So... Harry is living with his muggle parents, I mean, muggle, sorry, muggle um, aunt and uncle who, uncle, um, uncle, who don't like wizard stuff. And then he blows up his aunt's, um, don't ask. And um, because, like, like, um, and so he doesn't get to go to Hogsmeade, um, which is a wizarding, like, village thing um, at Hogwarts. And, um... So then he leaves and he goes on the night bus and then he stays at um, Diagon Alley um, for a while and then he goes to Hogwarts and there's this guy named Sirius Black on Lewis and he's like this murderer, but actually he's not. Um, and Harry finds out he's his godfather and then um, he goes to Hogwarts and uh, Sirius Black goes to um, like attacks uh, the fat lady and tries to get Scabbers, who is actually Peter Pettigrew. And then I bet I don't have much time left. And then, um, um, and then, um, and then they go into the Whomping Willow, oh, and then they the find time. out that that's Lupin is a okay, person. Okay, okay. It's okay. It's okay. okay. It's okay. Oh, it's okay. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. There's a lot. There's a lot. And you spent. It's okay. You okay. spent the first like 20 seconds on, on like the first chapter. Yeah. So I'll I'll try to Sorry. clean up. I'll try to clean up. So there's Sirius Black, and everybody's scared because he's a he's apparently this murderer who's escaped from Azkaban, the prisoner, the prison, and um, uh, and they think he's out to get Harry Potter. And there's these evil 
just creepy guards from Azkaban called Dementors who are, and, like, guarding uh, the school. Fun fact. Wait, we're not doing fun facts yet. This is the plot <laughs> summary. And, uh, and then... Um, so then everybody is scared and they get they get pretty worried and then um, it basically turns out that um, uh, Sirius Black was um, he was an animagus and he was able to transform into a dog and then surprisingly Sirius Black was actually good and the person who betrayed Harry's parents was it in a wall well that's Lupin Lupin was a wolf. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, the person who betrayed Harry's parents was Peter Pettigrew, who had been. Um, uh, sorry. <laughs> I know, I'm not sure the mood audio is working so well. Okay. Um, and he had betrayed the parents, uh, Peter Pettigrew, and he had turned himself into the Weasley's rat for like 13 years. <laughs> sorry. So I could we haven't even gotten to the time travel. <laughs> um, and so uh, Peter, Pettigrew, Peter Pettigrew turns back into a person, and um, they travel back in time to go um, ride this hippogriff named Buckbeak. And who, was, save. who was killed, but, like, he actually wasn't. He was unkilled. He was never <laughs> killed. They just thought he was. And uh, so they travel ask. back in time. They save themselves. Harry saves himself from the Dementors. He saves uh, Sirius Black from the Dementors. And um, and Sirius Black rides off on Hippogriff and gets freed from prison um, again. Doss. And they get saved. So that was the mm, can I, can I three-minute plot summary. Can I do the fun fact? What's the uh, fun fact? The fun fact is um, Dementors were actually based on a depression that J.K. Rowling once had in her life. Oh, that's really that's a really good creative thing to do with depression. I like that idea. Turn it into evil dementors that suck out your soul. Well, turn it into <laughs> something creative um, that yeah. you can use to scare children. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be so scared when I was a little kid. Also, skip this part if you get scared, really scared easily. Okay. Um, that like dementors were like standing by my bed and like that they were going to like come and suck out my soul. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, okay, so that was our plot summary. What about uh, Melody? Guide us through the awards. What are we um, doing? So our first award is going to be Best Scene. Mine is when Sirius asks Harry if he wants to live with him. And I really like this part, so I'm going to find it. Uh, I'll understand, of course, if you want to stay with your aunt and uncle, said Sirius, but... Well, think about it. Once my name's cleared, if you wanted a, a different home, some sort of explosion took place in a pit of Harry's stomach. What, live with you? He said, accidentally cracking his head on a bit of rock protruding from the ceiling. Leave the Dursleys? Of course, I thought you wouldn't want to, said Sirius quickly. I understand. I thought. I just thought I'd... Are you insane? said Harry, his voice easily as croaky as Sirius's. Of course I want to li leave... The Dursleys, have you got a house? When could I move in? Sirius turned right around to look at him. Snape's head was scraping the ceiling, but Sirius didn't seem to care. You want to? He said. You mean it? Yeah, I mean it, said Harry. I, I just like that part. What do you like about it? I don't know. It's just so happy, you know? Just like, Sirius has been so sad. And then it says, like, Sirius, like, is smiling. Like, so what? He hasn't smiled in so long. 
I mean, he hasn't smiled a true happy smile. He just smiled. He smiled like evil smiles. I guess he's not evil though. <laughs> well, no, and I mean like because when he wants to kill Peter Pettigrew, um, uh, that's true. He's like, ah ha ha So anyway, I tell um, you what, I I I think I think you're on to something. That like Harry, what we find out from the first two books, what Harry really loves and what he really wants is a family. Yeah, just somebody, a real family. Somebody who like really cares for him. Yeah, yeah and doesn't only care for Dudley. Dudley, yeah. So um, I mean, they don't really care for him. They just like keep him alive, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and then Sirius just wants to like make it up to Lily and James. He feels really guilty um, for allowing them to die, and he feels like, oh, if I could take care of their son, that would be so cool. A great way to make it up to them. So I think yeah. that is a very heartwarming scene. That's a good I choice. Know, I just love it. All right, excellent choice. What about you, Cecilia? <laughs> Sorry. Um, my best scene is when Harry, Ron, Hermione, and Sirius Black and um, Lupin were all in the in the in the Weeping Willow. It's Whomping Willow. Whomping mm-hmm. Willow. And um, I just really liked that scene because it had a lot of like. Yeah, when I when I first read the book, I was like so confused. I was like, so wait, what? What? So period? I mean, not period. Uh, Peter Pettigrew. Um, like so he's like a rat, and he like there's something about like a secret keeper, and like they betrayed to Voldemort, and then like Sirius Black was like a friend, and they're, like I was so confused. Mm. So do you you like the part, Cecilia, where they're in actually in the Whomping Willow or when they go back to the room and the all that shack. stuff happens, the Shrieking Shack, or what do you like? Uh, I like the Shrieking Shack. What do you like about that scene? I don't know. I ju- it just has a lot of like, like dramatic mm. stuff, and it's really like dramatic stuff. Very dra- What's going to happen next? Mm-hmm. Were you surprised? Were you? Did you like speed through that scene when you were reading? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> So I want you to be honest. What did were you totally shocked when Sirius Black actually turned out to be good? Um, I can't remember because, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember because, but I'm pretty sure I was like, like Wait, half expecting it. I'm mm-hmm. Oh wow! I think I was just confused with everything, so I was like, what? Like, because I've already found out, you know, all this other weird. I mean, not weird, but, like, confusing stuff. So I'm like, okay, Sirius is black is good. What? Like that. Okay. If that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, you know what? I had the same scene for my favorite scene. The scene especially where Sirius, because that scene is pretty long. It takes, like, a couple chapters. Yeah. And then Snape comes in, and, and then they just, like, immobilize Snape. Um, I, the part where Sirius is trying to convince him I'm actually good and I feel like that was the part where I was shocked. You're not sure. They are, are, is he actually bad and he and Lupin are tricking us or like he's actually good and now this other guy, Peter Pettigrew, that we've spent the entire book thinking is the good guy, is the bad guy, and it really like blows your mind. It's just kind of, it, it just throws you for a loop. Like who's good, who's bad? And then you have to wrestle with it along with Harry. Um, so I thought that was really... I thought it was really good. It was like the first time in any of the books that I was like really surprised. Yeah. 
So I I agree. I think that best those scenes were the best. Okay, let's move on to our next award, which is best new character. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine is Sirius Black, cause he's cool. So yeah. What makes him cool? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just like his personality, and he's just been stuck in Azkaban for so long. And then once he gets out, he's just like a whole new person. He's just so happy sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. He's so happy sometimes. <laughs> I'm amazed that he made it through, like, whatever it is, 12 or 13 years in Azkaban with 13. the Dementors. 13. That's amazing. It's crazy. He and and we're not going to spoil anything, but he is a good character, you know. In later books too, he's a good character. Yeah. Mhm. A good friend. Without spoiling anything. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Cecilia? Uh, my best new character is um Professor Lupin. Mmm. I just like how he um taught Harry how to fight the Dementors. Oh, what did yeah, you like about nice. that? Um, I don't really know. I just liked he was a good teacher, and he ended up giving Harry the Marauder's Map. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a quick question mm-hmm. about, like, fighting the Dementors. You know, he says, I don't remember if this is in the movie. I mean, it is in the movie. I don't remember if this is in the book also, but does, like, Harry... I mean, do we ever find out what that, like, memory that's happy and also sort of not happy is? But it's, like, the best one he's got. Remember he says... Oh, I don't know. I'm sure our listeners are probably yelling at at us right now. It's like, it's the, such and such a memory. The happy and also not happy, I think, is his mother. Is that oh, it? yeah. 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 Is it? Yeah. Can he remember any of his mother? I think that's it. Yeah, because because yeah. he hears the screaming. But that's a bad memory. But his happiest oh, yeah. is <laughs> is his mother, I think. But he was sad about that, so he would. Well, yeah. Be happy so maybe about. that's sort of how it's like happy and also not happy. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's it. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out if we're wrong. We'll look it up and we'll find out. So, so you know, I lo- yeah, I had I had Lupin down too. Me and Cecilia were just on the same wavelength. We're choosing the same things. <laughs> I loved Lupin because you know your first two books, you have the defense of the against the dark arts teacher who like turns out to be bad, yeah. and you're just waiting for Lupin to turn out to be bad too. And he's a werewolf, but he's not bad, and he's just like a really kind and good man. And I I think you're right, Cecilia. He's such a good teacher. Because all the other teachers, they kind of teach the way they want. And I mean, they kind of just say, blah, blah, blah. this Quill's is my way. not like a bad teacher, but he's like, well, for one thing, he's Voldemort. Um, well, the back of his head is well, Voldemort. Yeah, but like, yeah. still. And he's, yeah, he's just sort of like, it's a pleasure to, to yeah. meet you. Yeah, that's true. He's not like a terrible teacher. But like, you think about Snape. Snape is a bad teacher. Would you like to have Snape as your teacher? No. no. Is he actually good at teaching potions? No. I mean, he's, he just like yells at kids and takes away he's, points. He's and... smart, but like, but then like when Professor Lupin wasn't in that class that one day, he made them turn to the back of the book where they it was just the start of the year. They didn't know what 
Yeah. Do you remember why he made them turn to that spot in the book? Because it was about werewolves, and he was trying to show that Professor Lupin was a werewolf. Was a werewolf. He was he was trying to do it to like get at Lupin and be like, "Come on, you kids! I can't tell you, but I want to just tell you, your <laughs> professor is a werewolf because he hated Lupin." But I just like that Lupin is a good teacher who like recognizes what Harry can do, what he can't do. He helps him along. He listens. He's kind. He's such a good teacher. Yeah, yeah. But like Snape doesn't like any of the teachers really. That's like, true. Does yeah. Snape like anyone? I mean, is there I guess anyone that's well? He likes Draco, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's oh. good with Filch, I guess. Well, I well I was going to say something, but I can't. Um, oh, top secret. He's. I mean, he. I guess he's good with Filch. His Filch likes punishing. I mean, he's not like besties, but like he's not. I mean, <laughs> Snape. Is Snape, Snape is a bestie. Filch. You think Snape and Filch are just hanging out? <laughs> that, no, know, like, no, shooting the breeze. <laughs> no, 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 they're just. They're not like enemies, but they're just like. Fil- Filch likes punishing people. And so does Snape. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So like. People who like punishing people Did it? should like go together, I guess. Yeah, you saw in your book, your Harry Potter book handbook that you just bought, that um, over the course of the entire series, Snape takes away how many points from Gryffindor? I don't know, like in the like in the high like three hundred seventy or something like that. And zero points from Slytherin. He never yeah, takes like, a that's point. what I was about to say. Like, why? Like he's just on Slytherin. He's the head side. of Slytherin. He's super unfair. He's super unfair. So unfair. I, like, he's, he's strict and unfair. Like, McGonagall, she's strict, but she's fair. Like, mm-hmm. she's, mm-hmm. like, sometimes what she does is un- seems unfair, but, like, it's fair. Like, the amount that she does is, yeah. But then, uh, if she takes, like, five points away for complaining in class, that's fair, but if Snape takes five points away for not, like, I don't know, not... It's just a ridiculous yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, and, like, there are a lot of ridiculous stuff. Like, well, okay, I can't say that, so I, yeah. I so was going here's, to So here's a question I have. Out of all the teachers who have shown up in the first three books, who would you most like to have as your teacher? Lupin. Lupin. Lupin? Or Dumbledore. Ooh, Lupin or Dumbledore? Or Hagrid, maybe. Hagrid is Well, I mean, Hagrid is nice, but, like, Hagrid's not a good teacher. I, I yeah. would say, yeah, classroom management is not Hagrid's strong <laughs> suit. The kids would be, like, running around and throwing things out the room, and he'd be like, yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, wait, Lupin, wait, he's a pretty on, smooth, solid are teacher. Are we on a – what was We're your We're still best on best new, new character. character. It was also Lupin. We just oh, started okay. talking about – Worst old character, Snape. <laughs> That's the reverse. Okay, are we ready for the next award then? Uh, yeah. Let's give our guest the first answer. Oh. It's funniest moment. Um, I think the funniest part was when Aunt Petunia was blown up and was like at the Wait, I think it was Aunt Marge. Aunt Marge, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I swear it was Aunt Petunia. No, it was Aunt. Aunt Petunia is, isn't that the dirt? That's Miss Dursley. Oh, here we go. Real time fact check. But, oh, look, I just opened on it. But Aunt Marge suddenly stopped speaking. For a moment, it looked as though words had failed her. She seemed to be swelling with an inexpressible anger. 
but the swelling didn't stop. Her great red face face started to expand. There we her go. Tiny eyes. I think okay, that, you that, win. Yeah, I just saw, <laughs> as soon as she read Aunt Marge and Cecilia gave this a look like, oh, oh, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I just saw the, okay. the title and it was like, okay. okay. So, Aunt Marge, why was this the funniest? Wait, what's the title? Because it was just so funny. Like, everything was popping off her. Mm-hmm. Like, um, boom, boom, and then, boom. And then she's floating away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that was funny. It's especially funny in the movie. Is it Yeah. Really she's just like, movie. yeah. You can't see us all just making our arms go big. Just imagine our arms going big and then the bubbles going, all the buttons popping off. So that's, that is very funny. It's very funny. Yeah. I agree. That's like, yeah. that's the most, I feel like the most like kind of slapstick comedy, like knee slapping moment in the whole series so far. So sudden. I'm slapping my knee. Yes. Okay, Melody. <laughs> Okay, uh, my funniest moment was let me, when Hermione punches Malfoy in the face, even though that only happens in the movie. Like, oh, when he goes, like, when she's, like, she points the wand at his throat, and he's like, ah, oh, no, no. That's seriously what he's like. He's, like, such a baby. And then, and then she's like, and then Vaughn is like, don't do it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. And then she pulls it back, and then he's like, Huh. And then she, and then Hermione just punches him in the face, and he's like, "Oh no, oh no, we better run away." <sighs> that's that's what Malfoy is like. Yeah, he's yeah. he's pretty. He's, he's a baby. He's really wimpy. He's a wimp. Book. He's a baby really. and a wimp and a, um, I don't know. You know, the other things. wimpy thing he does in this book is like when Buckbeak, you know, kind of claws at him or whatever, and he's just like, oh, "I'm gonna die." Oh, I'm gonna die. Like, then why did you do it in the first place? Yeah. yeah it like, was your choice. Huh? You knew it no, was no, going to no, happen. No. Yeah. You, you, uh, you mess with the, you know, like, you mess with the hippogriff, hippogriff and uh, you got to be prepared to face the consequences. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 So, um... So What's that yours? was another. Fun. Mine was I had as a as a runner up the blowing up Aunt March because that's really funny, but mine was every time that they make sarcastic comments about Trelawney's predictions and oh, stuff. Oh yeah. Because she's always predicting doom and all this stuff, and and like Hermione just can't stand Trelawney, and she's always every time there's a prediction, she's just like, oh, oh, would it? You know, I suppose he's gonna die too, and then she's like, like rolling her eyes, and I just think it's really funny because. Because Hermione loves her teachers. She's she wants to please them all so badly. Like when they do the quiz, I mean not the quiz, like Lupin's test. Mm-hmm. Like, well, this isn't completely pleasing teachers, but like she was like running out of like the ball goat's chest, gasping and saying, I <laughs> Professor McGonagall said I got none of them right. Mm-hmm. I failed the test. And like but like I mean that's not really pleasing. But yeah. Like, yeah. But then when Trelawney, she just doesn't care. She thinks it's the it's the most ridiculous thing. This is the dumbest thing. She's like making fun of the teacher while she's there, and Trelawney is just in outer space. So, she's just, so like, she's just like, uh, oh whatever, okay. Like, oh, yes, oh no, the grim Harry, you have the grim. I, they're all uh, such silly, different kinds of teachers, and I just wonder. I wonder if they're like kind of a takeoff of. Of J.K. Rowling's own teachers when she was in school. <laughs> yeah, and I like think, I think some of them are. I'm not trying to bring back Snape, but like he wants people to answer questions. But then when Hermione does answer questions, I know he's trying to bring 
He's bringing points off Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make any sense. So this one, like, this episode so should unfair. be titled "How Not to Be a Teacher." <laughs> the the Harry Potter episode. So tips for all you teachers out there. Yeah. Don't be like Snape. <laughs> don't be like Trelawney and just be tripping out in class, and then all your students make fun of you. Yeah. Be like Lupin. Be like Dumbledore. Be like Dumbledore. Be like McGonagall. Yeah, maybe. But, like, not as strict, maybe. Not as strict, maybe. And then what about Hagrid? Do you like Hagrid? Um, <laughs> be nice like Hagrid, but, like, don't do classroom management by like Hagrid. Yeah, and don't bring creatures into class that can kill your children. <laughs> don't do that. So, I mean, if you were, like, planning that, just, like, take that out of your schedule. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, saddest moment. Um, should I, should I share mine? Sure. When Harry didn't get to go live with Sirius, because it, it was like this moment of happiness. Yay, 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 yay. I'm going to go live with Sirius. And then he doesn't get to go live with Sirius. Sad. Mm. Boo-hoo. Boo-hoo. She's miming tears. Yeah. <laughs> Boo-hoo. Yeah, should he, I go get it some is, water? It's this sense? promise that's like Wait, held ahead. out there. But he, yes. now he still just has to go back to the Dursleys. Sad, but I mean, at least he can write letters, you know? Yeah. Letters are nice. It's better than nothing. Yeah. How about you, Cecilia? When you find out that Scabbers is not Scabbers at all. Oh. That, that is sad. Just like, Scabbers is the nice old rat. Yeah. Ron thought anymore. even the pet, like, that Ron, his, his, like, dirty, ratty old rat that he thought he had, he can't even get a normal pet. His yeah. pet is actually an evil henchman. You know? <laughs> like, can you imagine if Weasley, our cat, was just uh-huh. like turned out to be a servant of Lord Voldemort? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> his name is Weasley. How dare you? I know, betraying Weasley. the family name. Yeah. That is sad. That's very sad. So, but that happens in the middle of all this shock of everything that's going on in that chapter. Gosh, and then yeah. you find out, like, Scabbers, you weren't even a real rat. Oh, yeah. No. It's just, like, so many things at once. Too much. Yeah. Too much emotion to process. Yeah. Ooh. Did you need some time to, like, sit and, and breathe? Let's, and let's all just have five seconds of sit and breathe. Okay, is that good enough? That's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm refreshed. So now everybody has a chance to process the Scabbers sadness. Um, except I got more sadness for you to process. Although this is this is only temporary sadness. The saddest part for me was when Hagrid thought that Buckbeak was gonna get executed. Oh yeah. And he's like, his there's tears all over his letter. Let's, let's all have a moment. And he's like of silence. shaking so much. But we yeah. don't have to have a moment oh. of silence because oh, Buckbeak yeah. didn't die. Oh yeah. And so, um, <laughs> and so they think, and then they think that Buckbeak was killed, and then Hagrid is like crying out, and then you just think that he's crying in the moment. You know? But he's actually crying because he's Buck like in Beak. triumph, in triumph. You know, that wasn't actually in the movie. The letter part. Yeah, no, just... in the book. But they actually have the actual tear stains in the book of yeah, Hagrid crying. Yeah, which is really funny. Hagrid does love his magical creatures. Yeah. I mean, he's the care of magical creatures teacher, so. <laughs> yeah. Although some might be, some magical creatures <clears throat> teachers might not love the magical creatures. Yeah. They might just kind of be like, well, we have to keep them at bay. But Hagrid really loves, he really loves <laughs> his creatures. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay. Uh, should we do the guest award? Mm-hmm. Cecilia, what's your award? 
Um, my award is the person who forgets the password the most, given to ne- Neville Longbottom. Uh, always forget the password. <laughs> let's give a round of applause to Neville Longbottom. For forgetting passwords. Very nice. If you're out there, Neville, good job. <laughs> good job. That's or a great the award. Yeah. It's a great award. You know, yeah. it, like Neville is such, he's so endearing. I just anyway. love Neville. He's such a sweet boy. Yeah, but I just he love just, him. He just has a rough time with yeah, like I'm, remembering I'm so things. I'm so sorry, Neville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love him. He's nice. Yeah. He would I, be a I good brother. So I feel like Neville would be a good brother to yeah. have. And know? then and then with his, well, never mind. I was about to say something Don't, I no couldn't. No spoiling. Man, you're just like, you're just <laughs> chomping at the bit for spoilers. Some of this stuff is multiple books in the future. You got to wait. You got to no. wait. Very hard. Very hard. Well, I think that's a great award. Best password forgetter. Um, <laughs> Neville Longbottom. And then Me? he leaves the list of passwords, yeah. which Sirius gets. I just then, I just always thought that all the awards would be like, like, I thought, like once Rose did it, I thought it would be best quote like Every that time. sort of thing yeah. over and over what was noelle's i don't remember Scariest listeners moment? you probably remember no um, if they if they listen i don't remember oh yeah they all listened all our all our listeners listen to every moment of all our episodes yeah they love us so much they are our biggest fans yeah all of them yeah so I, that's an excellent award i think it's very good how about head scratching questions okay mine is when an animagus transforms, how do they have clothes on? Like, Scabbers wasn't wearing clothes, but when he transformed, like, Peter Pettigrew was wearing clothes. How does that work? Like, <laughs> That's a <laughs> But good then question. when he doesn't transform, then, like, there is still the clothes, but then he, like, goes out. He just, like, runs out. The clothes are on the ground, but then he... Wait, what do you mean when he doesn't transform? I mean, sorry. When he turns back into a rat. Oh, the clothes are still on the ground. Yeah. So like, he gets a new pair of clothes every time. So every time you transform, a new like, pair of clothes is how, created. How? I don't know. Like, Ooh. Do so you have funny. an answer, an explanation, Cecilia? Well, I feel like I see the clothes come off, maybe. I don't know. This might just be me, but the clothes might, like, in the movie at least, the clothes might be on the floor. But what happens when they go from animal to person? Now they have clothes. Like, this is so confusing. Like, do you think, like, their human state had clothes on and then they transformed? So, therefore. Like, the clothes like, are just part of the body, basically, yeah. in the human state. And, like, <laughs> it, they just go back to, they kind of, like, revert back to whatever state they were in when they transformed, which for Pettigrew would have been, like, 12 years ago. He has to wear whatever 12 year old clothes <laughs> he was wearing when he was transformed. Yeah. Hmm. But then that wouldn't explain the clothes lying on the floor. Uh, maybe this is like holding my head. So yeah, like. <laughs> this is our this is our first true head scratcher. I don't think there is really an answer. I'm not sure J.K. Rowling really thought this through. Um, we'll <laughs> so have to. J.K. Rowling. We will have to inform her. Um, yeah. You made a mistake. I got. I have. I have her email. <laughs> <laughs> it's time. What is her email address? Uh. JK Rowling at jkrowling.com. Oh, very creative. <laughs> I, I know. I would tell her it's time to rewrite the books and uh, resolve this problem. Reissue a new proper close um, plot. Um, it doesn't version. matter that much. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, it does. 
Okay. It, it, it matters the whole book. Like, okay. in the seventh book, it matters on whether, like, Harry beats Voldemort or not. Like, mm-hmm. whether or not in <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. So, uh, do you have a head scratcher, Cecilia? Yes. Uh-huh. Um, I know this probably has something to do with magic, but how does Hedwig know where Harry is, even if he's not home or, like, like, I think, well, sorry, continue. Like, I, like, when he was at the Leaky Cauldron, yeah, Hedwig was already there. Like, what I think is, I think Wizarding Owls, they just have, like, and I think this is with, also with normal owls, too. They just have such a, like, good sense of, like, direction. So, yeah, Wizarding Owls, they just always will know where to find somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think that's probably true. That's a really good question too. My guess is, like Hedwig has this sixth sense, and it probably has to do with magic. That like part of being a wizarding owl is like you have this like radar homing system, and you know where your owner is. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. My head scratching question. Of course, there are many head scratching questions. Anytime you introduce time travel, that's that's oh, very. No. Oh no! Is it going to be a question about time travel? No, I'm going to skip all the philosophical stuff about time travel. Okay, good. Leave that to leave that to the Albert hardcore Einstein. science fiction fans. Oh. Okay. Um, but I will say with Time Turner, what I don't no, really no, understand. No, no, no. We don't have to. Hold on, hold on. What I don't understand is why why would McGonagall let Hermione use the Time Turner to go to more classes? Because she Wait. talks about the she talks about you know the whole time they actually well we, I'm not gonna spoil from later later books, um, but like the time turners are super dangerous and they say every time like you cannot misuse this you know you if you see yourself or you alter things like oh terrible things happen to wizards yeah. it's like very dangerous and and it's actually no spoilers a major plot point if you read Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. And yeah. you can see a lot of the things that can go wrong with time turners. It was so, so like, confusing. Why on earth would you give this to a thirteen-year-old girl so she can just take extra classes? Like, why would McGonagall do yeah, that? Yeah, this time why turners would, are I, meant for saving lives. Right, and and like clearly, I know Hermione is trustworthy, but she's also thirteen, <laughs> and these are really dangerous. And like, what if she accidentally does something ridiculous and like alters the fabric of wizarding space and time? No, like it's just a really bad lapse in judgment by McGonagall. Yeah, like, I'm, what I'm happens sorry, if McGonagall. That's is, exactly right. Yeah, she like, could have done that. She could have passed herself in the hall, and then. There's like all these time ripples and then just like everything changes, you know? And it's just like all that to take extra classes. Just have a backbone, McGonagall, and just tell Hermione, like, sorry, you have to take 15 credits like everybody else. No overload for you. You just can't do it. It requires dangerous magic. And like, you're going to take a normal credit. Yes, you will graduate on time. You will learn all the things. And now I feel like I'm talking to a student in my office. (laughs) You just got to say no. You got to say no. So I don't know. Wait. Do you can you answer my head scratching question? Why did McGonagall do this? I don't know. <laughs> We've got three real head scratchers here. I yeah. really don't know. I I I just don't know. Yeah. Is that clear? It I what I'm sensing from you is that I there's don't a know. thing that can be known and you don't know it. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Maybe it can't be known. The only true answer is I got to come from J.K. Rowling. 
So when you email her, I'm gonna yeah. I'll, I have two questions. <laughs> okay, okay. And I'll also ask her the Hedwig question. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. You can report Here, back just, by the next episode. Let me just oh, you're write gonna write down. down potential questions to ask. You can hear you can hear J- the pen click, ladies and gentlemen. J- She's really writing J K Rowling questions. Question. You dude, you're speaking too fast for me. Okay. Do you think that's too messy? No, I think that's good. Should I send her a letter or email first? Uh, we let's figure it out after the okay, podcast. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. So okay, yeah. so we got some really good head scratching questions for J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, book versus movie. I want to hear Cecilia's thoughts because she just watched the movie for the first time last night. Is that right? Yes. All right. What are your thoughts? Well, um, for the w- the movie got right. Um, Harry flying on the hippogriff's back was yep. definitely like a something that I really remembered in um, the book. And my favorite character was Hermione because she just, I don't know, something in the movie was just something. I don't know. Something. <laughs> she has that certain je ne sais quoi. Wait, what, what, what is that? That means I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> she has this one. Je ne sais quoi. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay. Um, um let, let what they got was wrong was Peeves wasn't in the movie. I know. Like, oh, he's not. Yeah. Angry. I, I Can I storm from the studio? Uh, we've already <laughs> used that shtick once. Um, oh, okay. This is I, but I. This was a theme so in the angry. first episode. Remember, this was Rose's <laughs> beef with the first episode. We will not stand for this Peeves erasure. We will not stand yeah. for this. Dobby. What they should have done was added Peeves into the movie. Like maybe. Peeves could have done some mischievous, mischievous stuff that Peeves does. Like, uh-huh. at least... It's not that hard. Like, at least at least you can see him flying through the Great Hall. If you see him flying through the Great Hall, perfect. But, like... <laughs> like... No. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. No Peeves. Sad. For what the movie got right, going back in time, and Aunt Marge blowing up, which is very funny. I have a lot of things from what the movie got wrong... Some of them are small. Some of them are big. You know. Okay. Well, Melody has thoughts. So prepare <clears> for this. <laughs> is, I've, I've seen this long, this list in her notes. It's very long. So, okay. Ready, set, go. So Hagrid does not give Harry the Monster Book of Monsters. Because in the book, in the movie, <laughs> Dad's just staring at me like he's like, Ugh. Okay. So in the, in the book, Hagrid gives Harry the Monster Book of Monsters. And this is not a big one for me. But then... In the movie, um, like he finds it at um, the Leaky Cauldron. Next is there is no Diagon Alley. This is a big one for me. I mean, he does go to the Leaky Cauldron, but like that's it in Diagon Alley. I really like in the book where he just like has some time to himself in Diagon Alley and like like talks with Florian Fortescue and gets free ice cream and like goes to like all these different. I really like that, you know. But like. All they have is the Leaking Cauldron in the movie, which makes me very angry. Yeah, I um, didn't realize that yeah. in the movie. Um, Harry finds out about Sirius Black by somebody telling him in the in the movie. This isn't very big. Like, in the movie, that's what happens in the movie. But then, like, in the book, he, he, he hears... Wait, no, I think that's something else. Oh, so the movie actually got it right. Yeah, I think. He's reading newspaper articles um, in the book. He sees, like, there's yeah. some sort of... Well, it, it, that happens in the X. movie, maybe, too. Yeah. I'm still talking. 
Lupin, in the movie, Lupin lets Harry do the ball cut, and then there's the, the Dementor. But in the book, like, Harry, like, um, Lupin doesn't let Harry do it because, um, I think that was switched. In the movie, Lupin stood in front of mm-hmm. yeah. Harry. Yeah. So. But in the book, he doesn't let him do it at all, right? Yeah, because of because he thinks Voldemort is gonna appear, mm-hmm. and then and he didn't want Voldemort, you know. Yeah. Scaring uh, the <laughs> scaring all the kitties. Yeah. So, kitties. Kiddos. <laughs> kiddos. Okay. Kiddos. Um, I think is the preferred. Okay. Term. Um, the um also the three broomsticks is different. Like when Harry finds out about Sirius as his godfather, you know, like in the book, he they're like sitting down in the pub and like. Harry's, like, in his invisibility cloak, and they're just sitting at a table, and, like, it's Harry, Ron, and Hermione, but, and, and they hear, they hear, um, they hear, like, the professors talking about, like, Sirius as his godfather and that, all that, but in the movie, um, just Harry goes in with his invisibility cloak in this, like, private room thing, and then, like, yeah, it's weird. Okay. And um, uh, Tom, the owner of the bar, is like creepy and weird. You know, like he's just like, like in the in the book, I like think of him as like this cheerful guy. Like, yay, 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 everything's cheerful. But then in the in the movie, it's like this creepy guy who's like hunched over and like, yeah. Mm. You know, he's, like honestly, losing teeth. I don't remember that part from the movie because I was making your popcorn then. So oh. It was good oh. <laughs> popcorn though, right? Yes. Wow. Okay, so I'll take your word for it. Um, okay. Um, Vaughn doesn't wake up and see Sirius over his bed. I really like that in the book. I don't know why. But, like, he just wakes up and he's like, ah, I saw Sirius blog. But then in the movie, he's just, like, sleeping. So all, all of these changes you think are worse, make the movie worse that they don't have them? Well, not worse. Some of them, but I just not as good. Okay, you are you are um, like a true like book loyalist. <laughs> Everything I, needs I to be still, as close to the book I as still possible. have a line. So Oh, um, oh there's more. Sorry. There's no <laughs> potion for Lupin, Lupin except for the end. Like, in the book, like, Harry, like, Snape gives Lupin the potion and, like, Harry, Ron, and Hermione are like, oh, I wouldn't drink that. Don't drink that because they're, like, all worried. They're, like, it's, like, poison from Snape or whatever. So, yeah. And um, let's see. There is no Malfoy as the Dementor. I like that part where, like, Malfoy and Crabbe and Goyle are Dementors at Quidditch. And then Harry's like, ah, oh, no, I need to do my Patronus thingy. But then it actually turns out to just be, like, them. Um, but that doesn't happen in the movie. Uh, and Hermione doesn't crack under the pressure of all of her s- schoolwork. Like, in, you know, in the movie, she's like, oh, I mean, in the book, she's like, oh, this is too much school. Like, she's so tired. It's really pressure. But then that's not, doesn't happen in the movie yeah. at all. And with all the more reason that McGonagall should not have yep, given her yep. a time okay. turner to do um, force overload. So, and um, that's it. I also feel like in the, in the book, they were always talking about how Hermione was always looking at books and everything. But that was there was nothing about that in the movie. Yeah. Like, and then what the movie should have done, corrected, added, or taken away everything up 
uh, like everything All I just said. <laughs> Melody um, is ready to offer her services as a consultant <laughs> when they make the new. You guys know about the new Harry Potter I know. TV show. It's so really. Oh yeah, there's got, gonna be a TV oh. show. Can we can we get HBO Max? Uh, we'll see when the show comes okay, out. Okay. I we Thank will you. strongly consider it. Um. Okay. Yes. Um, anyway, favorite character. It's actually Sir. not even called HBO Max anymore. It's just called what? Max. Max. I know, it's so weird. It's uh, very strange. I, how do you know this, Melody? Because uh, I think Rose told me. Oh, okay. Or maybe it was Sally. <laughs> okay. Or maybe it was Sally's mom. I don't know. Anyway. You're apparently me- a very media-savvy consumer. <laughs> um, all right, okay. Anyway, um, Sirius Black, because he's just awesome. You are a big Sirius Black fan. <laughs> I am. Yeah. I love him. He's awesome. Well, I'm here after Melody has just been dumping on this <laughs> movie. I'm here to give a breast of fresh air. This is, in my opinion, the best Harry Potter movie. It is the best. <laughs> it is it is a lot it's a lot darker than the first two. Like the first two are just kind of like Dark. We're at Hogwarts. This sounds great. And they are in this one's just a lot like it's actually physically darker. They kind of do <gasps> away with a lot of the like giggly, silly stuff. Um <laughs> And um, they drop a lot of the kind of annual Hogwarts stuff, like it's Christmas, it's it's Halloween in favor I, of. I like, really like Hogwarts Christmas. Yeah, it's it's nice, but I I just like they have so much interesting plot in this book about all the serious yeah. black and then the final stuff and the Shrieking Shack and the time travel. Like that time travel stuff is all in one little chapter in the book, and they it's appropriately crazy. give it a lot of space in the movie because it's such a cool thing to shoot in the movie. So I yeah. like it. Also, shout out to the movie for how they do the Marauders map. I oh, think the I, way I they really do the Marauders, like the Marauders map, map is awesome. That's like I love that too. With it's the footsteps, it's even better than I imagined it when I was reading it. I think. I that's yeah, I totally. Agree. I just love the Marauders map. I also think the movie the movie has a better plot to work with than the first two. Like the first two work okay for movie plots, and I think yeah. this one works really well for a movie plot. And honestly, there's no spoilers, but probably better than a lot of the future books for movie plots because the future books are just so long. Yeah, um, they're just like, I mean, also, the seventh one is split in two. Also, and this will go to a trivia, my trivia question. They got a, like a really good director for the third movie. His name was Alfonso Cuaron, and he makes like a lot of really good movies. And so they got him to do a Harry Potter movie, and he made a really good Harry Potter movie. Um, the one thing, my one complaint about the movie, this is one thing that you didn't mention in your differences with the book. I think they made it a little bit too obvious that Peter Pettigrew was still alive because he sees him on the Marauders map. And in the book, he has no clue that Peter Pettigrew is still alive until that scene in the Shrieking Shack. No clue. Um, And in the movie, they kind of telegraph it. They kind of say, like, oh, Peter Pettigrew's alive. There's something going on because he sees him on the Marauders map. Yeah, yeah. So that's the one knock I have on it. Otherwise, awesome, awesome Harry Potter movie. Best Harry Potter movie. I'm a fan. I was honestly confused why, why like Peter Peter Pettigrew was on the map. I didn't think of it like that in the movie. Yeah, he's on the map because what? What was he? What was actually happening? Scabbers. It was Scabbers running through the hall. And like he, I like in the movie. Um, he. Uh, like he's looking. Oh no, there's Peter Pettigrew, and like he's looking. He's shining his flashlight, and he's looking around, and then Peter Pettigrew like passes right by him, and he doesn't see it because mm-hmm. it scabbers on the ground. Wow, so that's those are our movie thoughts. Any other 
Miscellaneous thoughts about the movie? We're good there? Yeah? No. 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 Okay. Oh, okay. Um, Let's do trivia. our trivia. Cecilia, you yet you weren't supposed to have trivia. So, yeah, don't worry. Yeah, okay. Um, I have a lot of trivia. A lot. Okay. I have three. Okay. Michael Jackson proposed to make a blank about Harry Potter, but J.K. Rowling turned it down. The choices are song, album, musical, or TV show. What are you going to say? What I want to hear Cecilia's guess first. I have no clue, but I'm just going to guess album. Yeah? Uh, I was thinking musical, but like Michael Jackson has never made a musical. So, but I'm going to say musical. Yeah, it was, was it was musical. Yeah. It was musical. Yeah. I was going to say I that, mean, but I, I that was would like be, album. That would be really cool. I feel like a Harry, Harry Potter, Potter musical would have the potential to be very good or very bad. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, could you imagine, you know, just like them in the Shrieking Shack, like singing and dancing and being like, I'm not a rat anymore, <laughs> you know, or something like that. I'm not a rat anymore. Yeah, to be like, am I a man? Or a rat. You know, like, that would be really bad. That would be funny. Okay, it would be funny. Am I a man or a rat? Should I, should I have killed 13 people with one gun? <laughs> well, I probably should not have, but I'm just going to stay loyal to my master, which is Baltimore. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. let, we're releasing that song on Spotify um, in ne- next week. Uh, it will hit the top of the charts. Look out, Look out Taylor. Melody's coming Taylor for Smith, you. Yeah. Um, okay. Who actually, my next question weirdly actually includes Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> who okay. almost played Lily, Harry's mom? J.K. Rowling, Taylor Swift, Katie Ledecky, or Serena Williams? There's Any- no way it's Katie Ledecky. <laughs> okay, what's your guess? No, 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 no peeking. What are the options again? J.K. Rowling, Taylor Swift, Katie Ledecky, or Serena Williams, who almost played Lily, Harry's mom. J.K. Rowling? I feel like it has to be J.K. Rowling. Yeah, that's this too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess they didn't have very good like options. Why did I she mean, decide not to? I don't. I forget. <laughs> she should have. That would be really yeah, cool, would and people cool. would like that. Would attract a lot of people. It would, although we she's, don't know I don't if she think could she's act. the best actor. Yeah, I I kind of doubt I mean, she's she could, probably that good of an actor. She's just yeah. an author. Uh, so Tom Felton, who plays Malfoy, wanted it to be who originally? Crab. And remember, we found out he actually has brown hair, so that could. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll okay. we'll pretend he has brown okay. hair when he's auditioning. Okay. So, okay. Crab, Goyle. Lee Jordan or Harry Potter? Oh, I've got a pretty good guess. Okay. Well, Cecilia knows it. She knows. I think I might be Harry Potter. Yeah, everybody wants to be HP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just like, HP is cool. H- you actually originally wanted the podcast to be named You, Me, and HP, which, no offense, I don't really like that. It's a lame name. I And then lame you name. came up with... Um, the podcast to live. So much better. Okay. Yeah, I know. Um, so, uh, uh. okay, that's a good question. Uh, what else? What's your third one? I said I ha- I already had three. Oh, was that three? That was three. Michael okay. Jackson. Okay. Played a little. Yeah. Okay. So I've got um I've got a couple related to the movie. I've got three. Two related to the movie <coughs> and one related to the book. <coughs> the movie one. 
So I said that they got a new director for the movie. The first one was Chris Columbus, not the guy who discovered uh, America, discovered, quote unquote, um, in 1492, the guy who sailed the ocean blue. This was a director, the guy who did Home Alone, and he did the first two Harry Potter movies. Why did they change directors for the movie? Is it because, A, Chris Columbus was fired because he wanted to diverge too much from the books? Wait, two, what does diverge mean? That means, like, go different from the books too much. Um, do it too much different from the books. Yeah. Two is Chris Columbus died of cancer. Or three, Chris Columbus wanted to spend time more time with his family, so he quit. I'm going to, I bet, I bet, I don't know, for some reason, I feel like this one is wrong, but I just want it to be true, so I'm going to guess three. What's your choice? I don't know. My gut's saying two, but I don't want it to be two. <laughs> just, this just, is not that dark of a podcast. It's not two. Okay. It's, he wanted to spend more time with his family. Because they were making, remember, yeah. they had to make a movie basically every so year happy. because they can't wait, like, several years because the kids would get too old. So they have to make yeah. a movie every year, like, otherwise... <laughs> All of a sudden, in the third movie, like you go, why is Harry all of a sudden 18? So they had to make a movie every single year, and it was just too much work. And so he just said, I need to spend more time with my family. So they got a new director. Uh, the second nice. one, David Thewlis, who was who played Lupin in the movie. He's a okay. really, really good actor. Yeah. I thought he was really good at Lupin. Yeah. He had originally auditioned for what other character in a different Harry Potter movie? Choice one of the of first two. Oh, I didn't. I didn't think of choices. Um, oh, all right, okay. so let, let me think of choices for just a second. Okay, um, <clears throat> your three choices are Quirrell in the first one, Lucius Malfoy in the second one, or Gilderoy Lockhart in the second one. I'm gonna say Gilderoy Lockhart. That's what I was thinking too. It was Quirrell. Okay, ah. I, it, he originally I was thinking wanted to be Quirrell. definitely not Lucius Malfoy. So I yeah. was thinking it's either gonna be Quirrell or Gilderoy Lockhart. He could have been a good at either one. But he makes such a good, a good Lupin. He's yeah. You yeah. know, a lot of these, a lot of the grown-ups in the movies are like these people who are super famous actors for like fancy, like Shakespeare type of acting and that sort of thing. And so this is like, oh yeah, I can do a, a kids movie that all my kids love. And so they got these great, great actors, like the person who plays Trelawney, Emma Thompson, super famous actress, and she just p gets to be silly and be Trelawney. Wait, but then how how does she? How is she? How is her hair like hair? Is her hair actually like no, that? No, she has like normal, and she doesn't have ridiculous big girl glasses. She has totally like normal hair. She's very beautiful in, okay. in normally. She just got to be, dress up all silly for for Trelawney. Mm -hmm. All right, the third one. This is the book one. Was this either a J.K. Rowling's favorite book to write or b her least favorite book to write? This okay, is the writing I, process. I'm process not going to it. say because. When I was looking for trivia questions, you saw I, this? I saw this, so. Okay. okay, so we'll leave it to Cecilia. Dun, dun. I'm going to say dun. her favorite book to write. It was. Yeah. It was her favorite book to write because she basically already knew from the first two books that she had plenty of money. She had all the money she would <laughs> ever need in the world. So she's like, wee, now I'm just going to write whatever I want. This series has actually taken off. I'm going to be able to write all the books in this series that I want. She felt a lot of pressure on the second book to follow up the first one. But this third one, she was just like, all right, time to go for it. And it's a great book. Whee! Speaking of which, now we're on the ranking, the ranking part. Where would you rank this out of your books? We'll start with Cecilia out of the first four. No, no, no. Well, not the first four because 
if she well, well she can don't share anything about the yeah, yeah. the oh, spoiler spoiler free version of the first four. Yeah. Hmm. I liked the third book a lot, but it's kind of tied up with the second book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I really like this one because I did, and because this book, yeah, like we've talked about this. This book is a bit more like dramatic, you know. It's not yeah. like, yeah, like the other ones. It's just like, it's like more, more like, it's not as much. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how I can explain this, but Dad's already like said this, so yeah. Oh, but you can say it too. That's um, it's well, more dramatic. Yeah, it's more dramatic, and like it's more death. Which is why it could be a musical, I guess. It's more deathish. Death, death. Uh, do you like the death? This um, is coming through as a theme. <laughs> um, uh, actually, um, not as much deathish, but like, yeah. I mean, I guess it is deathish, but that's not like what I like about it yeah. as much. Um, yeah. Uh, I I would say, this is near the top for me. It's n- yeah, either it's, number it's two good. or three, and it's better. It's it's ahead of the first two by a mile. Yeah. I think the things I like about it, I think the twist is, gen- like I said, it's genuinely surprising. And it also doesn't feel too forced. There are other twists later in the series, which we won't talk about, that feel a little bit forced. And this one actually like what, feels like, like it, makes, it like, makes sense. What do you mean forced? I mean, like, it felt like she needed to have a twist. So she, like made up this twist and it doesn't actually make things make a lot more sense it feels like oh she just has a twist because she had to have a twist and this one feels like oh holy cow everything this is a natural twist it doesn't feel like oh come on it just know. it just sort of th- feels like you're at the beginning of Hogwarts are going like this and then you sort of like getting into like everything sort of just like turns around for the twist you're sort of like maybe getting like a bit like Hmm, this stuff is weird. Peter Pettigrew is, yeah, I don't know. And then it goes like, yeah. you go straight, and then you sort of turn to the side, and you go, I mean, that makes no sense, I know. <laughs> but like, yeah. So that's I, what, I yeah. say, and I, I said here, I have my notes that in this book, you can see the series like really growing. It's becoming a lot deeper. And like more dramatic, it's got it's becoming a little bit more mature for yeah, a little like, bit older like kids. JK you know? JK Long is growing up. <laughs> well, I think she's already growing up, but <laughs> but that she's ready for kids to grow more. up with the book. And yeah. Harry is growing it's like, up. okay, people grow up. But it's also not as long as some of the other books. Yes. Some of the other books. I mean, you get to five, and it's just like it's really long. Like I feel like book three, it's. It's sort of shorter, and like they have, they have a lot of information, but yeah. they're able to fit it like smoothly into the third book without mm-hmm. like it being like ah super jam packed. This makes no sense. But like with book five, it's all jam packed yeah. in there, even though it's long, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, I I agree. Great book, two thumbs up. Yeah. What's uh, um? I know this is kind of random, but a fun fact I know about um, it is that. J.K. Rowling actually made it to grow up with her kids. So in third grade, she, the third book she read to her kids, and then the fourth, fifth, mm. sixth. Wait, what do you mean? In third grade, what? Like, in third grade, she read with her, like, kids, 
she read the third book because they were in third grade. Oh, that's that's Four. funny. Like when they were in third grade, she read the third book to them. When she was when they were in fourth grade, she read the fourth like that. Yeah, that's that's cool. Cool. Could you could you handle one Harry Potter book a year, Melody? No. <laughs> <laughs> one Harry Potter book a week, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that I can handle that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I would say so. Especially Speaking if my mom is the author and she's like super famous, I could not stand. Like I can, my mom has literally written these books, and I can only read one of them a year, which would make me infuriated. Yeah, or or maybe if your mom wrote it, you'd just be like, oh yeah, Harry Potter. Everybody always wants to talk about Harry Potter with my mom. I think it'll be a little annoying because like everyone knows that you're J.K. Rowling's. Like son or daughter, yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, what are you excited about? We're gonna we're okay, wrapping this I'm, up. I'm I'm going to try to book? not spoil. More spoilers. I'm excited for the next book because I like the personality of the guy whose mood changes, ah. even though he is not completely true. I I <laughs> see what you're saying. I was gonna say trying to do. Wait, it wait, wait! Spoiling. I'm not. Oh. oh, and I also like the thing. That happens at Hogwarts. Okay. You like oh. a thing. I am excited for a certain character is going to show up, and that really sets the plot for the whole series uh, really in motion. A certain uh, character who we will not name um, shows is it, up. Oh, it's Voldemort. Mm, I don't know if Voldemort Because <laughs> you said books. he who must not be named. I don't know. I don't know. I can't, I, I can't say whether it's Voldemort. It it might be. Um, oh, I, and I, I also like the part at the end that like makes stuff change. Uh, it might be Voldemort. It might be Colin Creevy. Um, just a lot of things. So, um, okay. <laughs> Do you have anything that you're looking forward to in the next book? I really like the start. The start. Wait, what happens in the uh, start? To give me, give me clues about what happens. Is it in the is start. it the is it a sporting event at the start? Yes. Very cool. I like that sporting event. Oh yes, Very sport cool. event is there's awesome. A, a, a good I part. also like the bet. Okay. Okay. Now oh. we're getting too much okay, into sorry, it. We'll sorry, save sorry. it for the, no, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. That did not happen, guys. Listeners who have not read the fourth book. We are all lying. That's so, right. That's yeah. right. We're lying. <laughs> We're lying. Just find out for yourself. Very cool. There's a sporting event. There's characters. Colin Creevy, big deal. Um, and and all Voldemort. Things. And Voldemort. Voldemort is a guy who is a guy. Lot. Yep. Um, and uh, who was the guy? Guy Geisen? Um, guy Geisen. Oh, yeah. Guy Geisen. <laughs> like in our last episode with my sister, uh, she, we, we named people who we did not, we can't, couldn't say the name of. We named them Guy Geisen. Guy Geisen. And, and then we had Guy Geisen too, yeah. I think. All right. <laughs> so uh, that's it for this episode. Do we have uh, credits? credits. Um, I thank Dad, Mr. Steve. Well, no, Dad for letting me do this podcast. Mr. Steve for letting us use the studio. Cecilia for being the guest. Weasley for being a really cute cat. Mom for going along with our crazy idea. And all the other future guests for being the future guests. Also, MuggleNet, because MuggleNet is the place where my, like, the thing who wrote, like, the people who wrote my book, the Harry Potter almanac that I really, really like. So, I mean, not almanac, Harry Potter handbook handbook that I really, really like. So, um, thank you, MuggleNet. All right. 
Any any thank yous, Cecilia? Um, I thank my sister for giving me some ideas, Lexi. Um, of course, I thank Melody. Oh, thank um, you. I thank my dad and my mom, and lastly, Mr. Mark and Miss. Wait, what about Itzy and Nelly? Oh yeah, and Itzy and Nelly for being the world's best cat, along with Weasley. Ah, it's okay. You can what? say that yeah. your cat is it's, better it's, than it's Melody's okay. cat. Yeah. Well, does does it? Does she, she's there were several. I mean, two. I mean, just continue, continue. Does Weasley bite you for because Weasley's playing with you? I've got bite marks on me. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> she she doesn't bite. Hard, Itzy, but <laughs> all right. Well, okay, Dad. Who we'll did you want to thank? Oh, um. So I want to thank all the people that you thanked, Mr. Steve, for the studio space, I and, and also Muggle and um, uh, Cecilia for being an awesome guest and having so much fun with us, and um, Cecilia's mom and dad for letting her do the podcast with us. Um, our musical coordinator, director, <laughs> which is my brother and. Yep. Yeah, and uh, our our script consultant. She has Noelle. Even consultant. Okay, yeah. Oh, she's we, she's. Some people have titles, and um, sometimes they do things or don't do things to earn those titles. So, <laughs> she's no, she's our script consultant. Sort um, of. So, uh, I think that's it for this episode. Do you wanna do you wanna Wait, sing us out with a Broadway to, song? You have to um thank MuggleNet too. No, I don't. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you wanna sing us out with a Broadway uh, what, song? Okay, Melody? what's it gonna be about? This is going to be, this is Melody, your version of the Broadway song that is uh, Hagrid when he's losing Buckbeak, um, inspired by Peaches from the Super Mario Brothers movie. Here you go, Melody. This is one for my one and only true love, Princess Peach. <laughs> Buckbeak? I mean, sorry, <laughs> Buckbeak. <laughs> Buckbeak, you're so cool. And with my... Hut, we're gonna <laughs> Buckbeak, understand. I'm gonna love you till the very end. Buckbeak, 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 Buckbeak. I love you. Buckbeak, 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 Buckbeak. I love you. Oh, um, Malfoy, uh, Malfoy, Snape, Malfoy, <laughs> Snape, and Voldemort, uh, and Voldemort too. <laughs> A thousand troops of Ministry magic workers couldn't keep me from you. Buckbeak at the end of the line. I'll make you mine. Oh. I love you. Impressive, impressive. What a way to go out. What a way to go out. <laughs> you heard her here first. A true star. All right, bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.